Yeah. Check it out. See, the only thing you need to do right here is snarl your freaking head. Boy, it's December 8th, and it's episode 133, and this is a Fantasy Football Auctioneer. I'm your host, Uncle Buckets, the Fantasy Football Auctioneer. It's the official podcast of thefantasyfootballauction.com, the internet's only all-auction website. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash fantasyfootballauctioneer, or follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Fantasy Auction. And I'll just say, if you're going to follow me on, follow us on Instagram, the the fake troll women accounts that show up on yeah. that uh, website are yeah. unbelievable. But anyways, Someone that's a side note. Someone me on Twitter today. Hold on. I just need to find. I'm sorry. I'm not letting you control me, I guess. That's all right. I, I, I opened it at school. Then oh, no, that's I checked my Twitter at school <laughs> to see that spread legs followed me. Oh, it's a picture oh, of yeah. a naked woman with her legs spread. <laughs> no kidding. And, and diddling herself. So, yeah, I was like, whoa, I better not uh, look too far <laughs> yeah. to that. You got it up on the smart board? Uh, you follow me, I'll oh, follow no, you no. back. You're keeping no, no. Thank you. Favorite. <laughs> yeah, I love the porn bots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, not a Anyways, subtle name at all either, just spread like No, no, yeah, that's just no. just uh, tell it like it is right there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, as you can hear, both guys are here. Blister's here, Slim's here. We are live on Blab.im once again. But this is the first time all three of that of us have actually showed up on this particular site. We've uh, um, been enjoying the site. We've been enjoying the interactivity of uh, fans coming in and asking questions We've got uh, one guy on the horn right now as we just clicked record. Uh, um, at Goosh42 is live with us here on the air on blab.im. So uh, shout out to you, Goosh. Thanks for, for coming on. Feel free to click the little uh, call-in button there on the screen and you can get yourself live on the podcast. <laughs> you like how I gave that live? It's like really raw radio, like live on the podcast. No? I thought you might oh, click. Lord. All right. No sellers, eh? Just trying to fish them, fish them in there. Anyways, we've got a lot of stuff to talk to you guys about tonight. Uh, the regular season in most fantasy leagues are over, and the playoffs are about to begin. So hopefully your team is uh, one of those ones that's in, and hopefully you know, you're know, you following our advice throughout the season and getting those waiver wires just right because we know your auction was just right because, well, our auctions were all just right. We made the playoffs. Slim, you make the playoff, not make the playoffs in any league? Mm, maybe the fishbowl, I guess. I don't know. I don't know right. well, it, was a, it was a snake. It was a snake. Oh, ESPN? The expert league? Uh, yeah, that one all probably right. not either. I had a few right. issues, technical issues, and kind of mailed it in. <laughs> and uh, Blister, how about you? How did your 92 leagues go this year? Well, good. I'm in on them all. That's why I, I hope that that's, that's such a today is a stressful day. You want to make sure you got your lineup set properly and you have the best eke out every point you possibly can. And, uh, you know, I've been waiting for some stuff to be released and still looking for updates on some players. But, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a fun season. You hate when it comes crashing to an end in the first round of the playoffs. You want to get a chance to get to the big dance. So I'm hoping oh. and praying and probably won't put the ipad down for a few days now uh, i i might actually uh, have a heart attack sunday morning i think <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah so scary but so exciting I love stress now i was thinking about it this week just as you're trying to get in the playoffs i just like sitting there watching all the games with that stress just kind of weighing on you. It makes everything way more exciting than just laying there watching the games flipping through the channels. On well, the that's TV. where uh, like I just love watching Red Zone for that, right? They're, we're going to go split screen and you're trying to watch both both sides and try to figure out which way it's going. And Okay, does my opponent in uh, League number 4 have the guy that's uh, about to carry the football and it's uh, uh, 
It's crazy, but I love Red Zone for that, for, for just trying to fall, track the fantasy. I did have to listen to it live on Sirius, though, and it's just not the same when you're listening to the Sunday, not the Sunday drive. Uh, is that what they call it during the, uh, during the games? So. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. So. It's pretty good, though. I mean, uh, if you're going to be in the vehicle, at least you, you can you can follow it. And actually, if you go over to the ESPN on uh, Sirius as well, they do the live fantasy throughout Sunday, too, which is pretty good. So um, you guys are playing against each other in one playoff round, though, right? Coming up right now in the uh, Canadian Championship. That's right. We are. Yeah. Just warn me. I'm just going to pull that up. 75 seconds ago that we... (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't have told you. Maybe we wouldn't have set your lineup and give me a chance here. No, I would have said. see what happened. So that was a 14-team league. Eight of us made a playoff. Ooh, Slimmy and I both got eight and five records. I finished fourth. He finished fifth. I must have squeezed ahead of you because I know you were ahead of me most of the year, I think, on this one. Two-quarterback league. And, yeah, that's uh, Adrian Peterson. Two-quarterback league, and I only got one. Not a good <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to trade you one, but it was too late. I didn't know the trading mm-hmm. deadline shut down so early. Yeah, you don't have – benches are pretty thin there, eh? Holy man. <laughs> Mine is. The starting lineup is pretty thin. Not bad. <laughs> uh, it was one of those. I had Edelman, Washington, yeah. Flacco. He was done. And it's like he just run to the waivers and grab. There's nothing yeah. out there. I lost four set for sure, and I feel like somebody else. I picked Lister, up Edelman, uh, just in case any, he came back. Any updates on the uh, Scott Fish Bowl uh, yeah. heading into the playoffs here before we move into some news? Yeah, well, Fish Bowl, you're in, aren't you, Bex? I am in. I had a bye last week. It actually started week 13, their playoffs, and I had a bye to this week. So now it becomes a total points thing, and they eliminate teams as we go on. So you're not necessarily playing head-to-head. you got to be in the top half of the scoring uh, for each of the each, all the games in your division. So I'm competing for our division championship, overall championship. I was, uh, like I said before, a high, one of the higher-scoring teams in that league in the, yeah. out of the 360. Uh, you know, another kind of cool thing, too, about high-scoring teams, remember that mock draft world championship? Or yeah. that we're between 15 and 16,000 teams. I have – my best team right now is 35th overall. So, Oh, yeah, no kidding. You do well in those mocks. You're yeah, throwing about weeks. 400 of them, though, right? Well, I had about 20 teams in there, but my four weeks <laughs> left. And, uh, I mean, hey, make up that few points, that's a difference. And I think first place is 5,000 bucks. So that nice. would be fun for just – farting around in, in bed before I go to sleep, putting in a team or two. That'd be a sweet well, I, day. I just uh, did some checking on a, on my MFLs. I think I joined four of them maybe this year. It wasn't very many, but um, instead of mocking, I would throw it in there, and then at least it feels sort of real, and it's slow, and you can be methodical Ooh, and think about it. Oh, throwing yeah. it in there. Slow and methodical. <laughs> slow and methodical, baby. That's how we roll. MFL, right? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Um, but uh, I think I, I'm uh, second or third place in um, all Gross. four of them, I think, right now. I just checked them. So it'd be a nice little, yeah. little kickback, pay off some entry fees as we. That would be good. Yeah, I had a couple draft and goes on scout. And when I finished fifth, so just out of the playoffs, only the top four teams make it out of the 12. And the other one I'm in, so. Hopefully that can translate into something as well. All right. Well, the uh, um, the schedule for tonight is we're going to go through some uh, fantasy football news. We'll get the boys to talk about the implications. Uh, we won't do it as a buy or sell. We'll just talk about it. And uh, hopefully while we're working our way through here, we'll get uh, some more people jumping into either the chat along the side, asking some questions. So, Goosh, if you have questions, feel free to fire it out there. I saw Ross popped in and out. He's from the City of Chance. We saw him last week. Uh, just as a for instance so um, hopefully we can get some of those as we're rolling through and we'll recap what happened and this is the man last week and we'll see where we go from there sound good guys sounds good sounds good all right well i didn't do it last week so if uh, you guys are ready then i'm ready let's cock the hammer it's time for action All right, let's roll into some fantasy news here right away. Uh, the first headline, I just love this from Fox Sports. Uh, the quote from 
Mike McCarthy is that uh, Eddie Lacy is quote unquote rejuvenated. I guess so. He didn't hasn't played in two weeks. Um, Packers head coach Mike McCarthy claims that Lacy is quote unquote rejuvenated and ready to go on Sunday's game against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he also specified that the uh, opportunities remain for the star running back to earn back his snaps, according uh, um, to another. Or sorry, you guys from tweets from the uh, from the Press Gazette media dude Ryan Wood. So, um, guys, I guess Eddie Lacy's going to be good to go to run all over the Cowboys. Uh, so, what do you think about Eddie Lacy coming back and starting him? I think I actually put in a waiver claim in a friends and family to drop him. <laughs> I do for real. Yeah. Anyway, so what do you think about Lacey getting I mean, this weekend into the playoffs? I'm not liking it. I mean, this they got a kind of a tough matchup, believe it or not, with with Dallas. I mean, their rush defense isn't isn't terrible. Defense looked good last night. Um, yeah, Alfred Morris was just uh, he's a tough tough son of a bitch to bottle up. I could say not. They they did a good number. <laughs> they looked pretty good. Though. Well, I just—they were all over Cousins. They, uh, I mean, except for the last couple of minutes, there. Man, what an ending! Don't even game. get me started on that. I will save that for later. That was a terrible. Okay. Okay. No, back to Fat Eddie. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, he's a tough start. I like. Uh, actually, we had a guy ask us questions about Eddie Lacy just tonight. Um, what to do with some. And you know what? I think he was debating between James Starks and him, and as well as I think Demarco Murray. Like, if you own some of those guys, that's this tough, tough time of year right now. But I mean, I think Eddie Lace RB RB three for sure this week. Uh, I just don't know if Starks either. Like, I feel like neither of them are good plays because you just don't know exactly how many touches either of them is going to get. Uh, I don't think Lacey will do much with his touches, but I mean, there is an off chance he gets some goal line carries. And uh, even if he just takes half of them, it makes James Starks, it really hurts his value too. So I I think you just want to avoid it altogether, quite honestly. Oh, geez. Bucks making another trade there. It's two trades tonight in the that. dynasty. It's getting pick, picking that. up some depth here as we move in. Cecil Shorts. Hot hand. A hot hand. Anyway, sure. so just saw the news coming. I'm like, oh, who made the trade? Oh, so I saw that. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, actually, I think I put in a waiver claim in this uh, little friends and family league I started, and uh, um, I think I chose to drop them because I'm not dr- going to drop uh, Jonathan Stewart or um, Darren McFadden or I have dro- uh, Drone there too. So, I mean, I just don't know what I'm going to – He's, he's, I, need, I needed another another receiver, I think, or another tight, a second tight end, I think, because um, the tight end crew in uh, the, the well in San Francisco slim is a little thin, shall you say? A little bad. It's getting tough sled Blake over Bell. there. What's Blake that? Blake Bell. Yeah, well. <laughs> there you go. All right, hey, uh, we were talking about the skins game er, uh, and Cowboys earlier, so let's. Uh, um, heading to news number two here. Um, Gruden says the skins uh, err on the side of throwing the ball. So this is according to CSN Mid-Atlantic. The Redskins have not been running the ball well at all. In seven of their last eight games, they've averaged less than three yards per carry. While there is something to be said for sticking to uh, what you believe in. And I really hated that in the commentary. If you just keep running the football and look at Kirk Cousins and his play action passing and highest ranking and um, anyways, but uh, the uh, it appears that Jay Gruden says that it comes uh, um, that has to come to a point. We've uh, we we have to look at what we're doing. It hasn't been pretty for seven of the la- uh, seven out of the last eight games. Gruden said so. It looks like maybe they're going to start um, throwing the football a little bit more with Kirk Cousins. Lister, what does that say? Um, if would you play Kirk Cousins now because they're going to throw the football a little bit more? Um, are you liking T-Jax more? 
Are you benching the running backs? I don't mind Kirk Cousins. Uh, the right matchup, so I think he can really produce for you. Um, and I think going forward, he has a couple coming up. But I do play him in uh, Scott Fishbowl. Actually, he's one of the two uh, quarterbacks I run. Um, Chris Thompson, I think, is the guy that will probably benefit the most. I think he's showing that he's the pass-catching back, and they have confidence in him. Uh, Alfred Morris, you might as well. He's done. He, he's yeah. Not going to be involved probably very much at all. Matt Jones could still be the back of the future, but he's got to stop putting the ball on the ground. So I think Chris Thompson benefits the most. Probably still available in some of your waiver wires. So going into your playoff ride, stash him on your bench. I mean, if it's PPR and you get seven or eight grabs a game, which is pretty solid for a running back, he could put up you know, easily double-digit fantasy points from that. And, uh, you know, I should be looking at him in a couple of leagues where – I have CEO in Belisle starting. He might be able to edge one of them out. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, slim thoughts on, uh, like, does this make, like, Pierre Garçon a little bit more interesting if they're going to start focusing on the pass? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, I'm not sure exactly how much more passing they're going to do. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's... It's Washington, it's it's not. I don't know. There, there's not that many great fantasy plays there. I don't think there's going to be enough to. I, I still like Jordan Reed, even though he's kind of struggled as of late. Um, but yeah, I, maybe there's a little uptick for some of these guys. But uh, you know, Matt Jones, I guess, is still kind of the guy there, and the rest. Is, I don't know. Hit and miss, though, eh? Wow, the whole offense is hitting us. That's yeah, that's true. Washington, it's they're just inconsistent, and it's kind of what it's going to be, I think, for the rest of the year. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to get too excited with this news. I mean, they still got to run the ball, so yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. How much they continue to to throw it. So, well, let's stay in the division with the. Uh, with some more news um, within this division and tight ends, I guess, as you're speaking about Jordan Reed, Larry Donnell was placed on IR. So this is again on Tuesday night that we're recording. So ESPN says that news came on Tuesday. The New York Giants have placed tight end Larry Donnell on season ending IR with a neck injury. So he's missed the last four games of the injury and um, they've put him on IR. So, what do you guys think about Will Ty moving forward as the Giants' top tight end target? Well, I'm personally not excited about it, but, uh, you know, Odell Beckham's going to gather a lot of attention. Ruben Randall's kind of in the doghouse because uh, he's run a couple bad routes in the last couple games and been causing an interception. And, and I know Eli has voiced a bit of displeasure in what he's been doing. So Will Ty could get his fair share of tar- targets. Uh, or he could be the only guy open out there. So I think you got to look at him. Another guy that, depending on what you have for tight end, if I mean Martellus Bennett's the next one, he, he also went down. I apologize yeah. to Goose. He probably knew that before I offered him in the trade <laughs> today. I figured that maybe he'd want him back, and he's a Bears fan, and, and he said no chance it's probably because the trade was crap too, but I just thought the bear, the bear part might sweeten it up a bit, but I didn't realize he's going on IR, so that affects me in a lot of leagues, actually, but you know, I guess Will Ty is a guy that could be potentially their number two look after Odell. If uh, you know Ruben Randall's in the doghouse and nobody else is really stepping forward there, guy you got to maybe stash on your bench. All right, um, so let's uh, move on and let's go to the other coast. Let's take a look at Marshawn Lynch, who's uh, making some progress, but uh, no return date has been set for him yet. So according to Pro Football Talk, Seahawks running back Marshawn Lynch has left Philadelphia after starting rehab from surgery to repair his um, abdominal injury, and he's not back in the team facility. And it sounds like there'll, it'll be a little while before team has any idea whether he'll be able to return to action so it sounds like uh, Rawls is going to be the man there in Philly Slim, how much do you like him moving into the playoffs well you have to like him I mean this is exactly what we thought would happen once uh, once Lynch had this surgery um, you know this guy was going to come in he showed that he was capable um, to me he's a top uh 
top six running back the rest of the way. So, I mean, what's not to like? Uh, it's an offense that's kind of run first. They're starting to click now and open things up a bit in the passing game. It's only going to get more opportunities for Rawls. So, um, yeah, I mean, you got, you got to love that if you own them. And I think it's uh, funny. I bet you if you look at a lot of teams that are in contention, especially in deeper leagues, like I think of the Fishbowl, um, for example, right. where it's a really deep league, waivers are thin. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a lot of the teams that do well here at the end have a guy like him that they took in the 20th round or something like that that has now emerged and they're leaning on him. Um, I saw a tweet a couple weeks ago. A guy said he ended up going, I can't remember his first two picks. I want to say it was like Des Bryant and then DeMarco Murray or something like that. But he ended up taking Thomas Rawls and I can't remember who the receiver was in the 20th and 21st and then Hey, he's doing okay because these guys right. have emerged. And so, yeah, I mean, he's been awesome. Um, and uh, it's funny just when you look at the numbers of Russell Wilson in the past few weeks too since Rawls has been in the backfield. Yeah, you just tough. wonder, yeah, how much that's changed. Hey, like if we look um, here at the – uh, what does it say here? Um, in the they've won three straight games, and Russell Wilson has had his best play of the year. He's gone sixty six for eighty six for eight seventy nine and eleven scores and no interceptions since Rawls has been the RB one there. He's been a beast, absolutely. Who Rawls? Or- uh, blister. No, uh, well Wilson. Yeah, no, he's been sweet. blister. Yeah. I was going to ask you, um, um, I, I missed the, geez, the other day, or th- tonight I took a look at the line app uh, with the ECL, and I haven't checked it for a little while. Apparently it was like 400 text <laughs> messages on, on there. Those guys are going yeah. crazy. Are they going crazy with the Russell Wilson and the, and the uh, in, in Doug Week Trust? Because that you know tandem, they hate. They hate them. I, I know. I haven't really been listening to it much myself, so I can't really say. I, well, I'll just log in there now, but we barely squeaked in the playoffs there. We we're the sixth. We made her, though. Yeah. Only six teams make the playoff. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. I'm 90 texts behind here. Now it's just because <laughs> I logged in, it just started beeping. But it's a bang, bang, bang. Talking bang. about a lot of movies again. <laughs> they get on the TV <laughs> kick here. Christmas movies again? Yeah. Not yeah. Christmas movies. Uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, uh, you guys want to do a live uh, trade negotiation right here? I just got, I was just sent a a trade offer by the tightest man in our league who doesn't listen to our podcast. Avis? Or bot? Avis. (laughs) Avis, yeah. The used car salesman. The used car salesman uh, wants uh, my first and his second for. Um, Travis Benjamin. Yeah. Discuss. Travis Benjamin. He's had a pretty good <laughs> year. First is it? Uh, my first. So it's lower-ish, so. maybe lower half. How far you're going to go. I think about that. Well, if I, I, I just, I mean, I just picked up Cecil, which is okay. I'm fairly deep at the a wide receiver position and I just thickened up my RBs. Um, it was like it came in right after the um, the Cecil Shorts trade came in, like oh, yeah. immediately. And so well, I think that that's a hundred uh, times better than Cecil Shorts, though. A hundred times? Yeah. He's, Benjamin, his youth makes him hundred times better. But situ- how about the situation? Five points too. Well, they they forced with Manzel coming in. Check, I checked the splits with him and Manzel. Bet you you'd be surprised. He's look at his numbers even this year. They're pretty. pretty well, I'm gonna solid. go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull him up right now. Sure. Um, just because it's a mm-hmm. good chatter. All right. So let's. Uh, um, we'll take a look here. So I'll control F this to Benjamin. Wide so Travis Benjamin sitting at wide receiver, wide receiver eighteen. Um. Yeah. So. In the, he's uh, 22 points in week 12, 18 points in week 10, 5, 6, 7, and then some big scores in the front end of the season. 
And then um, if we look at... That's with the goose egg last week getting obliterated by Simpson. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that is uh, horrendous. Probably be a while. Wide receiver 15-ish if he actually... My big thing was more the hot hand here and... and just to add some depth, uh, Cecil Shorts in the last three weeks. Well, I get why you pick Shorts, too. This dude's 25 and years old I, in the Dynasty League. I mean, it's not like he's going anywhere. At worst, well, he starts I, I, next year as a wide receiver, too, in an offense that's got some pieces there. I mean, that's if Josh Gordon comes back, which... So my thought is a, 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 a first and a second for Travis Benjamin for a second and a fourth for um, Cecil Shorts. So okay, it's a difference of a trade, first and fourth. comparing it to Cecil Shorts trade. I don't understand now we're talking about something completely different. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that, like, um, I, I just, I don't find that trade now for me to be of, of no, a whole lot not, of you. But it's just, you're talking straight yeah. value. I don't think giving up a late first and a late, and late and first and an early second. Dice second. Yeah, I mean, if the if the second's really high, then okay, that changes things too. But I mean, well, it's his second. So it'll be good. Yeah, well, it's gonna be good then. It's gonna be a top four. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's top it, no, it's not. It's not. It, it's not terrible. And he's been trying to move Benjamin on me um, for six of the last seven weeks. It feels like here. But I just, that, yeah, I guess rolling the dice if you are looking at next year, and I, re- and I guess I was doing a lot of focus in for this year, and uh, um, with this playoff run happening right now. So, um, yeah, no, I can, I can see, I can see your point though. The age, I mean, Cecil's twenty-seven, so if he stays healthy, like I don't know, I'm different. I okay. look at it like if I'm getting value. I really don't care. I'll make you, I'll make the trade go. Yeah. most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I think, but yeah. I mean, it's different if you're rebuilding or whatever. But I don't necessarily think. You're well, I thought for the last sixteen, nah, let's say the last thirty-six weeks that my team was rebuilding, it's legitimately called under construction for a reason. Um, so, <laughs> but anyways. Um, okay, well, I just thought it's a good conversation as it just as it just kind of came in here. And uh, who do you play in a playoff? Oh no, Dynasty. I have uh, Hilly, I think. Oh. See, uh, Goose uh, just demoted Joyke Bell Blister. I saw that. Everything going to be okay there? <laughs> you like that Lions backfield? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, okay, so um, let's. Uh, I had a I had a, a interesting tight end situation because we were talking about that with the 49ers. So did you get you guys have seen this? Baltimore Ravens have promoted uh, Conrad Roland or Rayland or Reland from the practice squad, and they've also signed Richard Gordon to the 50 man or 53 man roster. Crockett Gilmore's got the back injury, and um, Nick Boyle has received the four game suspension for violating drug and uh, drug. Or sorry, the performance-enhancing drug policy, and Max Williams missed Sunday's game with a concussion. So they're looking for a running back here. Any, or it's a running back, a tight end. Um, do we care about any of the roster movements that are happening with the Ravens? Not a lot. No. Not Sean's a quarterback. Or, Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a sad problem. Uh, yeah. They play no find a defense that's playing against them, you know, you're going to probably get a touchdown or two. So that's right. that might be the, that's the only thing about the Ravens that matters right now. But Javel, ja, Javoris Allen is getting a lot of touches, and he's doing quite well with them. I know he's got a tougher matchup this week, but I think just because of volume, you got you got to have faith in him. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a scary situation there with the with the Ravens, the tight ends, uh, the receivers. I mean, Kamar Aiken does okay, but he's definitely not no number one. And if it's uh, – Shab throwing in the ball, it definitely downgrades him a little bit more. So, sad situation in Baltimore. <laughs> um, let's uh, slide into another sad slash interesting situation: the Tennessee Titans. 
they're talking about pledging to give David Cobb um, half the run, half the the workload in the running game. Uh, well, sorry, they pledged. I'm not even reading this right. They pledged to give David Cobb about half of the the touches in the running game on Sunday against Jacksonville on the rookie running backs workload uh, did come out dead even with the Titans in their third straight win starter. Um, Antonio Andros had 13 carries for 58 yards and Cobb had 13 for 40. Um, does this in- make us any more interested in David Cobb and less interested in Antonio Andros or are we not interested in either of them? Well, well Andrews was good before, but with you know getting the majority of the touches, and this obviously hurts him. I don't think you still want Cobb. I mean, I get why they're doing this; they got to see what they have. But uh, yeah, definitely hurts Andrews' owners. That's for sure. Um, what about like Mariota? I just was thinking about this uh, Sunday too. You look at Mariota and Winston. Um, I mean, I know we always talk about, oh, the rookie quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, but, man, they've been yeah. pretty strong, especially fantasy-wise. Hey, they're putting up some some really nice numbers this year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I just, never, I, just never, I just never feel like I, you could pull the trigger. It's kind of like Tyrod, too. Like, I just never think, like, man, can I just start one of them ahead of – you know, Philip Rivers or something, you know, along that lines? Is, or is, well, is it just time. me? Or I think now's the time to, I mean, <laughs> unless you own, like, Cam Newton or, huh, I'm trying to, to me, anybody's streamable now, really. You play the matchup. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady's pretty safe. But, I mean, like, you got all these guys like, you know, Mariota, uh, Derek Carr, I'm trying to think of young guys. Uh, even Blake Bortles some weeks, right? Well, even last week, he had a 32 points, 33 points. But, I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been shaky. Uh, Carson Palmer's been fairly solid. Up to this point, you know, Russell Wilson was a little bit iffy. He's come on lately. Rivers is tanking now because the offense is falling apart. Uh, yeah. Breeze has been all over the map. No luck. I mean... This is the year to stream, man. So there's, I don't know. To me, Mariota, Tyrod Taylor, I like those guys. They have low floors, or pretty high floors, sorry, because they can rush the ball. And they pick you up 50 rushing yards every week, so there's five points right there without them even having to throw a pass. So I like those kinds of quarterbacks, even though they might not net you the the high-end numbers a lot of the time. Um they're going to be sniffing around 20 a lot of the time, and that's really all you need, a lot of it. So, Not sniffing around 30 like Ryan Fitz, eh? Well, I mean, he's another guy, though. I mean, he's got two yeah. really good receiving weapons with the right matchup, which was last week. I mean, I think just about everybody called for them to completely obliterate the Giants' secondary, and it started off a little bit shaky, but near the end, they kind of figured it out, and yeah. Bilal Powell had almost 100 yards receiving. Decker was over 100. Uh, Marshall was over 100. Like, they carved him up pretty good. So, those are the quarterbacks you want to start. Well, and Blister, like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm just looking here, since they're by 27 21, he had a three. So, you throw three out of there. So, 27 21, yeah, 18. Too, right? seven, yeah, that's right. 17, uh, 18, 29, 26, if I'm rounding up. Some pretty monster. Very steady. It was a couple it's couple steady, TDs yeah. every game. A couple TDs every game. Very, very, uh, very consistent. Probably his best season, I think, because usually he starts off strong and fades off and ends up crap. But this year he's been really playing well all the way through. And it's nice to have Marshall and Decker, a couple of guys to throw to there. Yeah. They've been very set steady. So just an interesting thing I just noticed. Last year I think there was about four or five quarterbacks. I think five, maybe six for sure that averaged 20 points a game last year there's 13 doing it this year so there you Crazy. go with, okay. with how you know replaceable the quarterback position is you know those guys that went and took Aaron Rodgers 
for over 30 bucks this year, kicking themselves when Andy Dalton, uh, well, we'll say 12 quarterbacks is Geno Smith is counting in that because his one game he averaged over 20 points. But, um, like Blake Bortles, uh, Mario, the Tyrod, those guys are all averaging over 20 points again. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, that goes to prove, remember the other, uh, I guess it's a couple weeks now, Ace Slim, when we had, uh, was it was it with you or was it you, Blister, last week when we had the um, the tech podcast guy on? Yeah, yeah, he was on last week. Last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and remember he was like, oh, like, he didn't really, never really heard of this streaming quarterback talk. And so we talked to him for quite a while, and, I mean, there's your proof, right, Slim, like you're saying, these guys – all the way through, um, there's just a ton of guys you can be streaming that are all performing awesome. I mean, well, I guess they awesome, but I mean, even from if we look right now in our dynasty, from wide or quarterback eight, which is Philip Rivers, down to um, wow, number nineteen, Matt Ryan. I mean, you're looking at uh, you know seventeen points plus on average per game, right? Yeah, and it doesn't have to be awesome. I mean, the point is, you took Aaron Rodgers. You're going to start him every week. So all those weeks where he got you sixteen, six. 14, there was a lot of options that were getting, still getting you 20 or more that you could have been using. And you still could have. I mean, maybe you could have picked one of those guys up off waivers. You know, for example, Ryan Fitzpatrick right. probably wasn't drafted in a lot of leagues out of the draft. Um, in our league, I remember, like in our home league right now, I have Bortles, Mariota, and Tyrod Taylor. I dealt any of them were drafted. I think I drafted Bortles out of the draft. And that was super late. And the rest I picked up off waivers and been streaming and mixing and matching with whoever was out there. But I mean, it's been doable. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. To me, if this just shows, like you said, if I don't, I don't get why. And that's not to say that Cam Newton isn't somebody you'd want on your team. It's just at the price you got to pay. It doesn't make sense to me, math-wise, to do it. So uh. This year I drafted guys like uh, Andy Dalton, Derek Carr, um, Carson yeah. Palmer, all for cheap. So cheap and for two well, bucks, probably. Top so, tens, yeah. And yeah. they pan out. And, and I can't figure out which one to start. Well, that's the, that's uh, the hardest that's part coming in because they're both – I mean, um, like I have uh, Andy Dalton and Carr in a league, and I have uh, Palmer and – car i think in another league and i'm still kind of looking at matchups to try to figure out which one to do and it's tough and they're top 10 quarterbacks mm-hmm. you know so yeah. it is interesting in that regard hey and speaking of interesting i don't know because we haven't gone through the full news in the last couple of weeks so i don't know where I, if i've been sleeping under a rock or something but um Stedman bailey got shot in the head twice yeah when, what that ain't good yeah it happened yeah that's... on their bye week was it their bye week I can't remember. It says that November 24th. I'm just looking at here. Yeah. They're saying that he still might be able to return to football. What? Well, yeah, he's lucky I don't to be alive. Was... Well, yeah, totally lucky. I mean, that's, that's, sure. that's not good for anybody. Speaking of uh, um, shots to the head, uh, Ryan Matthews is passing his concussion test. Sorry. Yeah. That's a good segue, kind of. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, I mean, <laughs> obviously Darren McFadden trading, or sorry, DeMarco Murray, sorry about that. DeMarco Murray? Trading Eddie Lacy for DeMarco looks good for about one week. But the worst part is we lost that first rounder with it. And, yeah. Um, that's what, right. a, what a couple of losers those guys turning out to be. So <laughs> Ryan Matthews, I mean, he was doing better when he was healthy. Regards to carry and everything had a little more burst than did uh, DeMarco. So I think if he comes back, he's going to, him and uh, Darren Sproles are going to just kind of push Eddie Lacy right back to the bench. I mean, he didn't even, he saw 14 snaps last week and they won. So why would they give him more this week? So I think. You're talking about DeMarco, yeah. right? Not Eddie Lacy. Sorry. Okay. There's so many names going around in my head. So yeah. Many lineups. But yes, DeMarco, he's screwed. So yeah, Ryan Matthews coming back. Uh, I mean, He's got through his injury. If he's healthy now for your playoff run, you're you're probably pretty pretty happy. Hey, Zoobs. So are, are are you worried? Well, not worried, but like, I guess you just take this week and um, sprawls for what it was worth, and then 
move on. Like, I mean, he can't be super viable. He's not going to put up numbers like he did this week, right? Well, part of it is he returned it. Remember, he took a was it a punt return back for a touchdown? I think so. On that uh, boosts you a little bit. Well, it does. Yeah, if you're if you know you're going to get those six points. I mean, I think he's an RB two this week. Honestly, like, I don't see Murray getting well, many and- touches. So, are they going to give them all to Kenyon Barner? I doubt it. So he's actually going to have to be involved somewhat. In, in PPR leagues, I think he gets you double digits. So uh, all he has to do is catch a couple passes, and he's probably there. So I don't, I don't know how much what's going to happen with Ryan Matthews. I mean, that'll that can be very telling as well, and obviously. But uh, I think right now, until we know for sure that Matthews is playing, I think Sproles. If you had to pick between Sproles or Demarco, I'm taking I'm taking Sproles. Yeah. So crazy how the how, how the season's gone, eh? Less than say six carries this week. Wouldn't just the way they're talking right now and just I mean, I heard today DeMarco had a meeting with the owner. Went over everybody's head, went to the owner talking about how he's not being used properly and Hey man, you agreed to go there. <laughs> like yeah, you had that's you had this perfect situation. You, you looked like the man there. You were he was sick, and then you know whatever. I'm not going to fault a guy for wanting more money. It's you got to get while well, the getting's good, but you know you can't complain if it's the pasture's not as green. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's usage. I mean, he's only averaging I think three and a half yards a carry. So does that come down to to him or the the coaching staff or whatever? I don't know. I look at it as well, like. You know, if you want more touches, average more than three and a half yards a carry. But yeah, that's that's just me. Maybe that's my Tom Coughlin thing coming up right there. I don't know. Old <laughs> um, so we talked about Ryan Matthews and the concussion. Uh, Alan Hearns looks he like he's um, out of the concussion protocol and he's been cleared to practice this week. So, um, where do you guys have him slotted heading into your first week of the playoffs? Sorry, I missed two talking. Alan Hearns. Yeah, I like him. Dave Hearns. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, offense, right? He's been pretty pretty consistent when he's been in the lineup. And, uh, you know, they look from around the red zone. And his numbers, you know, he's got a chance to give Jacksonville a second receiver this year to go over 1,000 yards. So I think that's something you don't hear very often. Jacksonville, one receiver. But Robinson, I think, did it. So... Hearns has a chance to do that too if he can continue to finish out the season. So I like Hearns going forward. I think that offense is pretty strong and uh, they put up some big numbers from week to week. Um, Brock Osweiler is going to start again for Denver heading into this week. Um, How are we feeling about that? I know Peyton Manning's been working hard now because I think uh, maybe he's starting to feel the writings on the wall maybe. I don't know what's going on heading into the playoffs here. But how do we feel about Osweiler and the uh, Denver D? The Denver D is pretty up. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, the D I like. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, thought it was a little bit of a weird correlation. Yeah, yeah. No, I throw throw it. Whatever. I mean, Osweiler. He's again. He's just. Uh, he's not flashy or anything. I mean, I think there's a lot better options. But if you're in a if you're in a real pinch. Uh, you know, he had Andrew Luck or something. Maybe he didn't have a backup, but now you Hasselbeck is a little pretty blah, and Osweiler you got. I mean, he's definitely serviceable. He's in the mix with the likes of, you know, Tannehill and, and Cutler and uh, Stafford every week in terms of, I think, potential points. So he's not, you know, he's just kind of that in that high QB2 kind of range, I think, every week. Um, what about the rest of the guys in Denver? The running game, who knows what's happening well, there? Uh, even the passing game. Well, it's been a kind of abysmal. Emmanuel Sanders looked okay. I mean, he seemed to be – I mean, Demarius Thomas, I have him in the ESPN League, and a couple of weeks ago he put up two points or something like that. Terrible. And um, that ain't cutting it. C.D. Anderson hurt his ankle. He's 
questionable this week. So Ronnie Hillman, if he doesn't have to share with CJ, I think is a, a solid start. But, um, yeah, it, it's not the same receiving Corey Howe. I mean, Peyton wasn't playing well, but you always had that hope that he was going to find his guys and hit them. Um, Brock's got a strong arm. They've been winning with him. Uh, and I think every week and every snap he plays, he's going to get a little more comfortable and a little more, you know, find that consistency with those starting receivers that he probably doesn't typically throw to all year long until like about two weeks ago. So I think every week, you know, hopefully you can see a little bit more of an improvement and in, in chemistry between them. And, uh, I mean, Sanders and Demarius are talented players, so they're going to, they're going to be in the right spot. It's just a matter of Brock getting them the ball. So I, I think you can't, you can't not play them. I, I'd play them over, uh, Randall Cobb right now. Um, Randall Cobb or Devontae Adams, a couple guys that have a great quarterback, but have not been producing. Uh, I have more no. confidence in Demarius and, um, Emmanuel than I do over those two right now. Which is too bad because I own Cobb in a lot of leagues, <laughs> a lot. And you just thought, hey, once once Jordy goes down, that boom, yeah. right? For both those yeah, two guys, it's been really. very sad. It's been such a funny year, but I guess it's always a funny yeah. year, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Do we have this conversation always right now, saying like, wait, hey, you look back? I feel like this year is different just because of all the the big name guys that have been hurt. Like, you know, when talking fantasy, this lot of workhorses that you probably took as pillars, you know, big building blocks for your team have, have gone down this year. And, and maybe not even for the full season, but for good chunks of it where it would have affected yeah. three or four weeks of, you know, and three or four weeks in fantasy, that's, that's a quarter, a third of your uh, your season. Oh yeah. So I don't know. To me, that's the biggest takeaway from this year. Kind of is just all these injuries. It's tough. Yeah, and I mean, you have to draft to take the horses, and you always have to draft without injury, right? Like, well, don't draft Darren no McFadden because he's going to get hurt, or don't like. This is where if you go studs and scrubs solely, <laughs> all of a sudden you look very scrubby. At the end of the year, yeah. <laughs> especially in deep leagues, I mean, waivers get thin sometimes there in those deeper leagues, and just almost you don't even want to pick anybody up. You just think, what's the point? But uh, you just know. Sometimes you have a scrubs and scrubs team, and they do pretty good. They <laughs> eh? blister the old dynasty. <laughs> scrub on top of scrub on top of. It shouldn't be trashing you. You're the number one. Antonio seed. Brown, if he can pull well, off again this thing, thing. that's right. If he Brown can. and yeah, and <laughs> that's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. John Brown, John Brown, I think is number two. That's <laughs> so embarrassing. Let's uh, take a look. Yeah, you're, he's your number two player overall right now. John Brown, Golden Tate, uh, <laughs> Marvin Jones, Stevie Johnson, Terrence Williams. <laughs> Muhammad's the new. Those are your receivers uh, right now. Well, Muhammad's available if anybody's interested. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> he might. Uh, he's still here. It says he's here, anyways. But maybe he just left it on and he fell asleep. Goosh, <laughs> <laughs> are you still here? Pardon? Oh, I said. No, I said Goosh. Are you still here? Playing some no. kind of yep. fool right now. Yeah, buddy. There he is. Hey, um, no, nah, nothing. I'll ask him about it later. I'm just curious on how it works on the if he's working on his phone. Are you working on your phone right now? Or are you working off of the computer? Just curious. What blab I am looks like either way. CPU. Wow. That's, What's uh, that mean? High end tech lingo. There. Pretty good. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's uh, move off of the news because we've gone pretty deep now. Let's just take a quick look at last week's this and the man, and then I'll. Uh, I'll post later on this uh, this week's contest heading into week 14. So we went into week 13, and we haven't uh, – all three of us been on for a couple of weeks. We've been doing everything online and doing it that way. So if you're interested in competing against Blister and Slim in This is the Man and trying to earn a um, – I guess a spot in the draw for a free subscription to the all-auction website in this summer um, – 
just head on over to our website, thefantasyfootballauction.com. Click on second half contest. And uh, right there on the website, you can enter into the contest to compete against Slim and Blister. And this is the man. So if we go back to last week, week 13, guys, um, the embedded sheet's been working pretty good for you guys. It seems you guys are getting your picks in okay, and it's easy enough for you. Yeah, it's a pretty handy setup. Pretty techy. It, it is. is. It is very techy. I know. It's, uh, I'm cutting edge. I'm cutting edge, you guys. Anyways, working into uh, week 13, we took a look at uh, the quarterback position first. And, uh, oh, geez, where do I have you guys? You're that one and they're that one. Okay, so we had uh, Eli Manning versus Blake Bortles. Uh, Slim, well, you took Eli, and I think I started him in maybe the ESPN League. And Blake Bortles, though, was blister. Huge, eh? Monster game, game there. Big game, Blake. Big game. Allen Robinson. Oh, big the two game. of them put up 80-plus together, maybe? Didn't they? I don't, that, did I play them yeah. together last week? Yeah. Slim, did I play those two together last week? Did I stack them? Yeah. I don't think I did. Did I? I so. Did I stack them? I think you did. That's why I put over two hunch. Big, uh, oh, big week for us. Came down to yeah, I know. a miracle from Deshaun Jackson and Desiree McFadden. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, okay, hold on. Before we get into this is the man, you said you were going to hold that till later? What? Well, oh, the no. uh, game from last night? Well, it was just the way that worked out. Not even enough for that, for the fact. Just the whole ending of that game. I mean, it's, yeah. wouldn't Washington want Dallas to score? Wouldn't McFadden want to, like, not score when he did and just fall down so they have to run a couple more plays, run more, t- running more time off the clock, knowing that in their back pocket they always got that field goal. And then right. Washington, as they march down the field, what is Dallas doing leaving Deshaun Jackson in single coverage man-to-man? When the, all when they know a touchdown is the only thing that can can beat them, so they don't have any safety help or not anything. They just okay, here you go, one on one, hey, oh, touchdown. Now it's going to overtime, which they did pull out, but I don't. It was just like seemed like boneheaded call after boneheaded call in the last two minutes by by both teams. I couldn't believe it. Well, and on that note, blister any feedback on the drop kick? I didn't even see it, man. Was there a drop kick? <laughs> uh, the the Patriots uh, drop drop kicked and onside. What? I didn't even <laughs> see that. I don't know where I was. Oh, I was coaching hockey. I didn't uh, see any of the game. I didn't see any of the highlights or nothing uh-huh. yet. Too busy. Yeah, they, too busy. No. <laughs> too busy. Pat's on a little bit of a slide there. Yeah, but they got anyways, nothing okay. to watch right now. Anyways, there's no good luck. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so quarterback position, uh, you guys split at the quarterback position. Uh, Slim, you took Eli Manning. Blister took Blake Bortles. Blister gets a point there. So I guess I should say heading into week 13, Slim had a, shall we say, commanding lead heading in. Um, but what's the point total? Was it six points? Yeah, six, a six-point lead, I think, heading into week 16. So uh, Blister gets one back there at the quarterback position. We go to running backs. Both of you took Frank Gore over Spencer Ware. And uh, Frank Gore had a good had a good game there. TD. Um, TD. And that's all you need, right? Like, it doesn't really matter. You see, guys can do next to nothing. Get the, get the six and it looks awesome. Anyways, moving on, second running back position. Um, Oh well. Uh, just gotta <laughs> what? You took- James Jones what? for a second round pick. No, thank you. <laughs> You'll be who's, helpful. Who's Davis. that? Oh yeah, he's uh, online. It's good. Okay, so Sean Drone uh, was uh, that's that's who you took. Slim and Blister, Blister took Jeremy Hill. So Slim gets his point back uh, there at running back number two. At our first wide receiver position, it was Jordan Matthews versus in Doug we trust the Dougie Baldwin. Dougie Baldwin with a huge game, 26.4 points. Both of you, though, took Jordan Matthews. No points scored there. Wide receiver number two, uh, Devontae Adams versus Devin Funches. You both took Adams, and you both scored points there. Oh, he did. Tight end. Oh, damn. Yeah, he did. He got uh, 12.1 to Funches' 8.3. 
uh, tight end position, you both took Ben Watson over uh, Crockett Gilmore. Ben Watson with the 14.8. Good day for him. You guys get two points there. At the flex, you both took Gary Barnage over D-Jax. And as Slim mentioned earlier, that late, late touchdown. Yeah. Well, and it was, uh, was a big deciding point there. So no points for you guys there. And then you both took the Chicago D instead of the New York Jets D. And you got no points there. So you guys scored four points. It was a tie. Four points Ooh. each at the end of week 13. If we take that back to the leaderboard, overall Slim's at 50, Mr. Blister. Still six points back with just a few weeks to oh, go. Looking here. good. Any uh, any thoughts? Uh, I just have the other guy in his department <laughs> deliver the the balloon. Well, I was gonna it. say you got enough <laughs> averages coming your way. That <laughs> I gotta give I, them up. Yeah, <laughs> and after the shit stomping you gave me two years ago, <laughs> I feel like it's coming. I deserve I deserve a win. This shit. Stupid tie <laughs> last year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So it's six points. It's a miracle. And we've got three weeks to go. So Blister. Slim misses one week. <laughs> yeah. And the other interesting point in this is uh, not doing it live on the air. You can't listen and say, well, I'm going to go the other way on a tight call. This That's is true. Legitimately, you know, right off of. Right, you know, right out of your gut, you gotta you gotta dig deep for these blister. Two per week gets you Two to the top. Two per week, that's gotta bear down, bear down. For goosh, yeah. bear. When yeah. you bear down, though, don't clap your pants. That's the only problem, right? Don't concentrate too hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I will post this to the man tonight, Tuesday night, up on the website. If you want to compete against blister or slim, in this is the man. And try to earn yourself a uh, a win over the two, which I mean, a little supremacy never hurt anybody. And uh, not only will you be able to have bragging rights, but you also get your name entered into the draw for a free subscription. Now we had no winners again this week. Uh, we had a lot of fours, but uh, so they tied you, but no one one upped you in the contest. So uh, how many people are in the contest then? so far? Well, um, that have actually beat you. You guys have only been beat once in the whole second half mm-hmm. right now. There's been a lot of ties with you guys, but no one's actually beat you. And that's when this is called This is the Man. You got to be the man. You got to be the man. Beat the man to be the man, Jillian. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm ending on that note. I can't. Uh, <laughs> Blister <laughs> brings out the, <laughs> the big quotes, the big philosophy, the big motivational uh you don't use that in the girls' hockey dressing room. Oh yeah, room, I'm gonna have them pumped up so high this week when we go to T Bay. They're just gonna—they're gonna think they can take on the Bruins themselves. It's gonna be wicked <laughs> until they hit the ice. The oh. Shom Young blood. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Take out the Young blood. Wow. Skip, skip the part when uh, you know he's up in the right. bedroom by what's himself. Your name? And, uh, what's your name? Skills <laughs> up with some, with some tea and cookies uh, and. <laughs> yeah, you might, you might want to skip that part with the girl. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and, or, and yeah, okay, yeah, you might want to skip that part. Anyways, so I will post this as a man on the website. Uh, so head on over to thefantasyfootballauction.com, click on second half contest, and you can compete against the boys and try to get your name in for the uh, free subscription to our all auction, all access uh, um, site in the summer. So I'll have that up tonight, and if uh, you're not interested in doing that, you can subscribe to the podcast, give a little um, little rating, maybe a little comment that'll be good if you want to support the podcast that way. All right, guys, so all three of us finally here on, on Blab, and we don't have one listener that who wants to jump on and actually click the, the camera. <laughs> not even Goosh, who's been here all night long. I thought maybe I could taunt him there a little bit to get him on but mm, busy Christmas shopping. <laughs> oh he's Christmas shopping <laughs> he's just listening All right. <laughs> attaboy goosh attaboy I hope uh, you got you know the commissioner here slim some good gifts 
<laughs> get me gifts. No comment. Well, you're the commish. Oh, I don't deserve a gift. <laughs> hey, you run two good leagues. Quality. Uh, still not gift worthy, I don't think. <laughs> not gift worthy? Okay. Well, no comment from Goose, so I guess we'll just uh, let her lie at that. All right, guys. So I'm actually going to be over at the school tomorrow, which is the hour of code. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I'm going to... Uh, Saw that advertised. Oh. Popping in for, for that to work with uh, Johnny Gibson and his math class. I think we're doing... A, uh, we're coding the spheral robotic balls. Oh, he had, this, he had this ball out in the hallway there today. <laughs> he had his balls in the yeah. hallway out there today. He's rolling around. Except <laughs> you, bucks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Another boy, Goose. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, good luck to you, too, Goose. Goose. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. All right, I'm getting out of here. I'll see you guys tomorrow in the hallways of the school. And for everybody else, I'll see you when it's springtime in the Rockies. When it